where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you are doing well today on this Labor Day. Fall is approaching, though you can't tell that in Texas when we're still in the mid to high 90s. But you know what? I can say and complain about Texas all I want, but uh, our climate is excellent. While the rest of you northerners are freezing your arse off, most of the winter we're in balmy 60-degree highs. And this NFL season's uh, soon approaching. I I used to do fantasy football, just a little side note, for about 20 years. I was a commissioner for two leagues, uh, one where I worked and uh, one where uh, one of my friends. But I kind of gave that up. I gave up fantasy. I just... I just outgrew it, I guess. I don't know. No, no offense, not to cast aspersions on those of you who do like it. I just kind of it was a phase, like some people are seasons, as Sarah Borella says, and it was just, yeah. All right, so today we're going to talk about how to keep a woman happy in marriage. What? Look, I'm aware that many men who say they're going their own way are really one week away from the plantation. If it's the right woman or any woman, if you're more of an incel type who's never had luck with women, you just like, yeah, yeah, women suck. Yeah, yeah, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And then some girl comes in your life, gives you, you know, blows in your ear. Oh, let's go find a priest. Even though most of you guys would just go to the JP. I'm giving you too much credit to say that you'd actually get sacramentally married. So look, I understand. Some of you are like, no, I'm never going to marry. You know, I have kids, so what's the point? Or I'm just never going to marry. And some of you are like, uh, it's like a tractor beam. It's pulling me in. Or like uh, Michael Corleone says in Godfather 3, right? They, I, cheat, I keep trying to get out and they keep pulling me back in. Or some corruption of that line. So look, what do you need to know if you're going to get married? Aside from the divorce rate's pretty high, and again, would we get on a plane if it crashes 50% of the time? I think only the masochists would, or those who have a death wish. But most men wouldn't. That being said, if you want to get married, well, we know the number one principle to succeed in your marriage, aside from like finding a super trad con, I have an episode, probably 50 episodes back, like what kind of woman would I need to meet to consider going back to the plantation? But aside from the super unicorn trad, trad con, trad cath, trad bapt, trad orth, trad Jew, whatever you want to call it, trad eighth, if there's such a thing as a traditional atheist. Well, we're not gonna we're not gonna cover hypergamy. That'd be number one. So I mean, obviously, it's it's hypergamy. You gotta satiate the hypergamy. So that's number one. So we're not even gonna cover that. Number two, I think, is more important because See, a lot of men who are like the the kind of schlubby IT makes six-figure kind of guy, you know, he has the money. So he can satiate that that need of that hypergamous impulse, so to speak, in her. But what's the number two thing that women want? Masculine men. 
And if you're not masculine in your marriage, you're going to end up being what? The beta provider. You don't want to be the beta provider for a variety of reasons. The beta provider is walked all over because he's a nice guy. The beta provider pedestalizes a woman and gives her everything she wants, not understanding that is counterintuitive. The beta provider typically isn't that attractive, which doesn't help. And then given the court system, she could cuck, cheat on the beta provider, and still fleece him of everything. And remember, Chris Rock has that saying that I quote all the time. You know, you know why your wife's always mad at you? Because you weren't her first choice. And certainly, a woman doesn't choose a beta provider. She's fallen off the cliff. Her SME's dropping in her late 30s, mid-30s, early 30s. <laughs> and certainly, you know, whatever in her 30s or 40s, she could be a single mom and she realizes, oh, I got to grab onto whatever I can. The high SMB men in her age won't give it the time of day because they want to go with women with no baggage who are in their 20s at their peak SMB. So they just rather grab onto the beta provider who'd be desperate to have them than no man at all because women don't want to go through the invisible years alone with no provisioning. Most don't. So she'll grab onto the beta provider because it's better than nothing. And the beta provider is is like the incel vol cell and that like he's had some interactions with women but not a lot most of the time he gets leaped over even if he's a six-figure it guy and so he's one of the uh, guys who believes in let's just be friends yeah i'm not into you but we can be friends okay because i watch a lot of male rom-coms and i know if i'm around you enough you'll learn that i have a good heart and a special personality and you'll fall in love with me which never happens you're just a human tampon for the orbiter so to speak but sometimes She's like, yeah, all the Chads and Tyrones and high SMV men don't want me, so I'm just going to settle with this guy because I know he's my little puppy dog and I can walk all over him and spend all of his money. So she'll go to the human tampon orbiter that she's known for 10 years and go, okay, I like you. Let's get married. And he's like, yeah. And then he tells all the people, you see, orbiting let's just be friend works. It works. You see, I'm going to get the girl. And they don't understand the kind of hell they're about to have. Because, A, I mean, she's probably already been married. She's already demonstrated she can leave a man. And that normally the first guy's a guy she actually loved that actually was probably better looking. But you don't have the goods because you're not masculine. And so she's just going to walk all over you. Because deep down, even the feminists will tell you they want masculine men. They won't tell you this. But it's intuitive. Just like men want female, feminine, virtuous, modest women. Now, they, they, they want modest women in public. Of course, they want you to be little sinners in the bedroom. But overall, they want you to be very modest and virtuous. This is the way it used to be, right? We would marry virgins. And that worked out. They would, they would marry men who are masculine because this was 60, 70 years of having loser beta men as role models on television. I mean, go watch television for the 50s and 60s. Uh, fathers were nothing like the fathers we've had the last 60 years. Nothing. So how do you become more masculine? Well, I don't know. You know, I, I could be one of those PUA guys on YouTube. No, you know, if you if you buy my $600 course, you learn the one word that's going to drive women crazy. All you guys on YouTube have seen these commercials, right? These good-looking guys who walk up to women and say, you want to know how to pick up women? And then you pick up, and all the women are giggling. It's because the dudes are good-looking, right? Or they're paid to respond. If you are an incel, schlubby, no confidence, no game, IT dude, you're, even if you learn the one word and you learn all the POA advice on negging and all that, 
You're still not going to get the woman. It's not because you're not attractive. Because women will forsake looks for other qualities. Unlike men who are wired just look at beauty first. It's that you're not masculine. Failing all the shit tests. We've talked about shit tests in the past. Not masculine. Caving in all the time to the woman, what, what the woman wants, because you want to keep the woman happy. Not masculine. You got to be an asshole. See, nice guys don't know how to be assholes. And it reminds me, it reminds me of Team America World Police. It's one of my favorite movies. I mean, it's so bad, but it's so funny. It's like, sometimes, I'll have to keep it kind of PG. You know, sometimes, Johnsons need to be vaginas. Because vaginas just want to get effed. But sometimes Johnsons have to, you know, have to get into the 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 rectum. And because the, the rectum needs to be... Anyway. Nice guys don't know how to be jerks. And you have to be jerks in your life many times at work. Just stand up. Hey, can you do this for me? No, that's not my job. That's your job. Oh, oh okay. And people, you know, people back off a little. They're like, oh, they get offended, but then they respect you more when you say no. It's the power of no. Your wives are the same way. Hey, sweetheart, can we go have Thai today? Can you go do this for me? Hey, I want to go out late with my friends. No, you're not. You're not going out. Hell no, I'm not going to get Thai. We're going to eat this, and you're going to make it, and I don't give a damn what you think. Remember, shit test are always there to prove masculinity. So you're like, okay, let, I'll drive an hour and a half outside of town to go to some obscure Thai place in the, in, the, in the ghetto and bring it back. So she'll be nice, but the, ultimately she realizes she can walk all over you. Because if you can't even be masculine telling her no for her food preference, what happens when the, uh, the, the, the assailant comes? Or the EMF bomb blows up over America and we have no electricity ever again. And how are you going to fend off all the people who want to ransack the house and all the dudes who want to bang her? How are you going to do that? You can't. So do I have the magical pill to tell you how to be masculine? No, I don't. It's like irony. One of my favorite movies, because I'm a Gen Xer, is Reality Bites with Winona Ryder and Ethan Hawke. And she's trying to get a job, and uh, she's a writer. And she goes to a newspaper, and they're like, okay, how do you define irony? And Winona Ryder says what most people say. I don't know what the definition is, but I, I identify it when I see it. I know when I see it. See, that's the irony of shit tests, because short-term, you, you, you're pleasing the woman, but long-term, you're actually sealing your doom. So I don't know what to tell you to be masculine. It's just we recognize it when we see it, but we can't make it palpable. Sure, you can you can define alpha. What's an alpha, right? Be you being dominant or very good at your your craft, at your job, you having charisma. And then what what do alphas and chads and tyrants? Because not all you know, not all alphas are chads and tyrants. There's a lot of chads and tyrants that are broke. They just have a lot of confidence. That's the thing that they all both have confidence. And also they have the I don't give a damn what you want. And I am not going to be your lap dog. See, many men are like, okay, let's go to the most expensive restaurant and I'm going to buy you $200 worth of food and then I'm going to take you to the, let's go back, Sarah Barella's concert and we'll, I'll spend $150 on those tickets just so I can get a kiss that night. Chad and Tyrone are like, boop, 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 two in the morning. B, which 
Bring me my Taco Bell. Okay. It's one of the secrets in intergender dynamics. Once a woman realizes that you like her a lot, she likes you less. Even if she likes you. But certainly if she, you like her more than she likes you, it's like the equivalent of an erect penis going flaccid. Just boop. Dries up down there. So what can you learn from Chad and Tyrone and Chung and Ahmed and Juan and these guys? Don't give a damn what they want. Don't give a damn what they think. You tell them straight out. Hey, we're going to date. Just so you know, you're the ninth most important thing in my life. Behind God. God should be number one. Behind God, my kids, my work, puppies, wind, weeds, my pubic hair in the in the in the toilet. I, you know, what whatever. Just put her like nine. Oh, I can't believe I'm nine. If you don't like it, get the hell out. This is what you gotta remember. The person needs the other person the least is in the position of power. So you just tell her, you tell your wife, you know, hey, if you die, yeah, I'd be sad for a little while, but I move on. I'll find somebody else. How what what dare how dare you? But that's better because it sounds like you're not like too codependent beholden on her, like your life would fall apart. The worst thing to say is, if you die, I'd fall apart and I'd be like Queen Victoria and wear black for 40 years after Prince Albert died. I mean, you, come, come on. That's what a woman would say. You're the man. Act like a man. You know who's a good paragon for men is the Mandalorian. You know, I would say John Wayne back 70 years ago now. Mandalorian's a good example. He's alpha. He's the best fighter. He doesn't over-talk. He's, he barely talks. He's not neurotic. It's like, and then today I did this, and then I did that, did that, did that. He's a man of few words. He's hyper-masculine. He's always cool and calm. And you never ever see his emotions take over. So you need to understand, if you're in a relationship with any woman, you can't have scarcity mindset. I don't know how many times I've mentioned this. You can't have scarcity mindset. you got to have abundance mindset. And you got to be masculine. This is the way it's going to be if we are dating. If you don't like it, I understand. Leave. I'll find somebody else. I mean, that's just what plate spinners do. Plate spinners are masters at this. Ones who know how to plate spin. Know what they're doing. They don't exert a lot of energy plate spinning. They know exactly what they're doing. Tea break. Now, a lot of you can't do that. Because you have nice guy syndrome that you got embedded in you in middle school and high school when you were the guy. Because you probably had a weak, weak will, humpecked dad. And you, you know, you're always just idolizing the, the girls from afar. And the girls were like, hey, Bobby, can you do my homework for me? And like, okay, I'll do your homework. And she's using you and you let her use you because you think what? Nice guys finish first. And if I'm a nice guy, she'll like me. While the captain of the of the football team is a narcissist who treats women like garbage, but they keep coming back because A, he's got status, and B, because he treats them like crap. So in closing, I don't have a panacea for your, your lack of masculinity. If you have lack of masculinity, I'm not saying that you do. I don't, I don't have a cure-all for it. What I will tell you is this. Most of you have Disney+, Plus. go watch The Mandalorian. And also understand 
Whoever needs the other person the least in a relationship is in the position of power. And as the man, you, by the definition of being the man, should be the one who's always needing the other person less. If you notice in a relationship it's flipped, then you're not masculine. Which in itself is sad, but also is a ticking time bomb for the demise of your relationship. Guys, if you appreciate my content at all, even though it's sometimes it's cruel to be kind, please post an honest review. It takes you five seconds if you have an Apple product. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal if you want to donate some shekels to help defray the cost of hosting these podcast episodes on a server because I make no dinero from doing this. This is an apostolate, a labor of love. Also, there's a link for my website. Go click on that and listen to all the podcasts and all the articles I have over there. And lastly, if you want to do the most passive of passive things, subscribe and post an honest review for all three podcasts, The Female Holistic Health Apothecary, Confessions of an Obese Child, and of course, this one, The Awakened Man, the two aforementioned you can find on any podcast feed. Just search those names. Until next time, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.